Hello, everyone. I am Kristen Crockett, and I am your hostess today for the Courageous Destiny podcast, Creating Your Own Rules of Empowerment. And I am so honored to have Master Ahmed on my show today. Welcome, Master Ahmed. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. Great to so, see you. It is. It's great to see you, too. So I met Master Ahmed a few years back, and he is a world-renowned and internationally recognized martial artist and Tai Chi master. He is a serial entrepreneur, empowerment coach, motivational speaker, and number one best-selling author. As an exceptional martial artist, Master Ahmed has been honored with multiple martial arts Hall of Fame awards and Martial Arts Goodwill Ambassador Awards. And he has been featured in national as well as international newspapers and magazines as Champion Master of Martial Arts. Master Ahmed has studied and trained under some of the most legendary grandmasters of martial arts that have ever lived. Wow, thank you for having, thank you for coming on my show. This is so cool. Like I always like to say, Courage can show up a million different ways in the world if you look. Yes. And I just think it's so amazing all of, you know, all the work that you've done. I know when we first met, um, we met at an event and then the next day you had a workshop and I brought my daughter to start learning Tai Chi from you. And it was so cool to see, you know, just how, you know, how, how you ran that workshop and I just remembered it. And then when I got the podcast, I'm like, I need to bring him on and I want to interview him because I do believe he's very courageous <laughs> and also just that's what it takes. Yeah, it does. And all the work and insights that you had had yes. during that workshop. So uh, well, uh, I'm I'm honored to be on your podcast and I've uh, uh, been following your podcast. It's really what it takes is the courage to do such a thing, because uh, you know how the technology is changing and the situation we are in nowadays mm -hmm. uh, is forcing everyone to be on a different path uh, and the path require without a doubt uh, courage strong courage to uh, make that change in life so i'm really proud of you and what you're doing inspiring people to have that level of courage to uh, not just survive but thrive through these tough times I agree. I agree. It has taken a lot. Like I remember right before COVID, right before the lockdown, I had seven speaking engagements. And then right after the lockdown, they were all gone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was how I was going to grow my business and get my messages out there. <laughs> well, it's been for speakers, especially it's been very uh, a tough, tough time. Mm -hmm. make this shift because you simply cannot, uh, you know, uh, justify the live event experience uh, with online, um, you know, speaking programs or whatever you do. It's just, it's just a different platform. And for people to get used to it and to be uh, feeling the same level of energy is just simply uh, not there yet. We have to catch up with the technology. We have to uh, basically educate ourselves in a whole new language to be able to perform on this platform to continue doing what we were doing in live events, basically. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I know, you know, for you too, you have had a physical studio, right? Is that yes, what you call it? Or is it called a dojo? Or a... 
sorry. I'm not sure what the right name of it is. <laughs> we call it Academy. It's a martial arts academy. It's in West Chicago. So this is my office. I'm in office uh, mm-hmm. doing this podcast with you. Mm-hmm. And how did you pivot your business overnight? Uh, no, it can be overnight without a doubt. It's a journey and it's a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes time. And so what I'm doing is basically a hybrid uh, system. So I uh, change uh, most of my students into private training sessions as well as online training program. So it was uh, tough without a doubt required courage to uh, come up with something which is uh, going to help you to survive and thrive in you know this uh, what's happening in the environment. So uh, making the change wasn't easy, you know, completely different platform. You, just like speaking uh, programs, you do, you, you know, completely different experience. For uh, students to go through an online learning system, uh, it's, it's not that easy. So it's uh, basically learning for both a teacher and student. Uh, and it's been a fun journey, basically. We're having blast now. Uh, we're enjoying both platforms. Uh, you know, they're getting personal attention in their private sessions and as well as uh, learning more details because now they have the ability to rewind and forward and pause and see more details of individual skills. So it's, it's working. That's great. That's great. You know, I know for myself too, just with my own private practice and coaching, that one of the things that this time frame, you know, this this you know this COVID time period has really um, brought out in people is fear. Obviously, yeah, you know, a really big big fear. And I always tell them, I'm like, fear is like um, it's a smoke screen. You can't see what to do. Sometimes right. it can be paralyzing. You know, fear. <laughs> yes. So to me, creating a habit of courage is really critical during this time, because if you create a habit of courage, at least it's instinctual. <laughs> it has to be. It has your hundred percent right about it, because, see, for me, courage is a everyday thing. It's not a once in a while, you know, when you have to uh, take a flight, you have to jump out of a you know, cliff. No, that's not the only place you use the courage. You need courage pretty much every day. You know, mm-hmm. courage for me is very simple. It's, uh, you know, as you mentioned the other day, you know, it's about the heart. It comes from the Latin word of the heart. So uh, to be honest, courage is more of like emotional intelligence. Okay. So having control over your emotions on a regular basis uh, is what the courage is really, honestly, because uh, see, you're either controlled by your emotions or you're controlling your emotions. So if you're controlled by your emotions, then you don't know the results or the outcome, where it's going to take you. We make decisions every day, you know, but we don't know where it leads us. If you're not aware of it, if you don't acknowledge it, and if you don't have control over that emotion, then you don't know the outcome. But if you do, then you can decide how it should be, okay, where you want to go, how uh, your destiny should be. You know, I love what you just said, because one of the one of the biggest parts I know of my training. So believe it or not, when I first started out seven years ago in self-development, one of the biggest things that I had no control over was my emotions. I was like, up and down. (laughs) I 
was an emotional basket case. <laughs> you know, it's, it is what it is. The human, right. we cannot avoid the human nature and you mm -hmm. just learn from your experiences. But as soon as you learn from that experience, then you have the ability and opportunity to make those changes and apply them to yes. your life and make your life better going forward. How have you helped people, you know, like me, maybe it's just starting out in self-development, but you kind of get them from scratch, right? Oh, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. you know, where it's, it's like, I, I don't have, I haven't had any of this. How, how do you help them to begin to start to control their emotions and show them the value of doing that? See, the, I like to go into the depth of subject. So if the subject is fear or emotions. Mm -hmm. So I want my students or my clients to understand where does it start and what does it do to you? Okay. So get to the, the bottom line of it, it's the, the core of it. So because, mm -hmm. you know, it's easy to say, have courage, go ahead, go out and do the thing you fear most. It's very easy to do that. But most people fail to do that because there is a lot, uh, what you can say, underlying uh, issues to solve before you just take action. You know what I mean? Yes. So I help them understand. So let's take uh, example of fear or stress in people's life. Okay. So in order to apply courage, they have to understand where does the fear comes from? Okay. Where does the problem comes from? So problems, fear, the stress, all of this is nothing but the outcome of people's personal assumptions, people's personal, uh, their own doubt and um, their uh, inner uh, self-talk, basically, which causes them to uh, be fearful and stressful of doing anything they want to do in life. So... First thing first is basically they have to acknowledge that where it comes from and what it is, okay? And the idea is that then you have to have the courage to let go of those things. Stop yes. assuming, stop judging, stop having this doubt, self-doubts and just go out and do it. So then now it makes sense, you know, uh, do the thing you fear most makes sense because now you have to undo all these things we have, it's, it's a, you know, the idea, it's a simple thing is uh, the word fear or your emotions or whatever you, you want to call it, these are all human contract, okay? We have built it ourselves. So now we need to know how to deal with it. Now you have to build, you create another creation, which is the courage concept, okay? So how to deal with it when you face uh, situations like that? So once you acknowledge that it's not something uh, real, it's not the reality, it's just someone's creation, okay? Uh, the idea is like, think about this, okay? You know, uh, a baby, when a baby is in the womb for nine months, it seems nothing but the darkness, right? Okay, so when they come out of the womb, they should be basically afraid of the light, right? But mm -hmm. if you see this, uh, the so-called fear of darkness in people's heart comes from where? It's a human contract, it's con uh, human contract, uh, you know, creation basically. Yes. And it's the environment which has, uh, environment means, you know, our family, our uh, friend circle, all this, um, you know, 
culture we have is what built this fear into our hearts. Otherwise, uh, you should be loving darkness because you came out of that. Right. right. So people don't think it that way. Uh, they don't appreciate certain things, but we fall into the idea of, oh, someone said, you know what? Uh, I'm afraid of darkness. Okay. So mm -hmm. now you build into those, uh, you, you fall into that idea and then you start fall, basically believing that you're creating your own beliefs. Now that leads you to a whole different subject or concept of your personal paradigm. You know, what kind of paradigm you have created for yourself and how do you see others paradigm? So those things matters a lot. Absolutely. Like one of the things that I really like, there's a, I remember reading not too long ago and just experiencing this, you know, for myself as well throughout my journey, especially in the last seven years is that learning how to embrace the darkness because I can't see the light without it. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know, I'm like, how do I know how to navigate unless I see some dark? Yes. Yeah, within your question is what you asked me is like, what do I teach is that part of the teaching is the concept of yin yang, the black and white, if mm -hmm. you remember the symbol. So they coexist basically, okay? You cannot have one with other. So you have to have, you know, it's a part of, so if you have uh, light in your life or goodness in your life, then you're destined to have a darkness on the other side. That's just a part of it. See, the life is not a flat horizontal line. Life is ups and downs. It's always like that. You cannot get rid of fear. You cannot get rid of life challenges. You can manage it, okay? You can drop it down, keep it calm, and simplify it, and make your life better by doing it. Uh, you can't having a mindset to, oh, you know what? I'm gonna use this pill and get rid of it. Uh, it doesn't work like that. Right, right. It's funny. I, I I tell my clients a lot of times. I'm like, that's how we navigate. Like when we have something that's coming in our life that we really don't want to see in our life it's a great opportunity because now it tells me I need to navigate over that way for a little bit, you That's know, right. to be able to get the balance back. Right. You know, so yeah. the balance is key. You don't want to have too much dark and you don't want to have too much light. That's right. It being just consciously aware of what's happening and listening to yourself, listening to your body, listening to your heart, listening to your mind would allow you to understand things better in life without a doubt. And that basically helps, you know, uh, others to understand uh, their path, the way of life. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to ask you the question, have, sure. how have you helped people and what are some examples of ways you've helped people get past their fear? Well, the similar formula, what we were talking about, first mm -hmm. to make sure they understand where it comes from. Okay. Mm -hmm. Know uh, what the root cause is. So I encourage them to get rid of focus on using the courage, the strength, and the emotional intelligence to get rid of the assumptions, judging yourself and others, and getting rid of your own doubts. That's a very simple formula. So as soon as they can do that, then you, you have no fear. What are you fearful of now? What is causing the fear? You can take any example, okay? Uh, so let's say, for example, I'm afraid of uh, heights, okay? 
Mm-hmm. And this is something I have been experiencing myself uh, for, for a few years now that I'm afraid of heights. Okay. But I have been uh, going like 11,000 feet up high on mountains and, you know, flying airplanes and all kind of stuff. Uh, it, it's a courageous journey without a doubt. And how do I do that when I'm afraid of heights? So I talk to myself basically. So where does it come from? So it comes from the, the fear comes from my assumptions. I created that. I assumed that, oh, maybe I would fall. Maybe this would happen to me. Maybe that would happen to me. And the self-doubts of if I should be doing it, why should I be doing it? And all this, you know, judging myself, uh, judging others, judging things, you know, what if the, you know, uh, the rope will cut or, you know, I won't have support to stand on. All kind of things. These are all personal own creation. So once you start becoming consciously aware of that, then you start letting go of it. Then that's where you're going to need the courage to let go of that nonsense. It's a pure nonsense, nothing else. Then it's made up. Forward. Yes. And then you say boldly that, you know what, this is what courage is. I'm going to just go do the thing I fear most. And I go just take a jump. Okay. I go climb. I do it. And I want to see what, what's the worst can happen. What can happen? I mean, that, that's the question I always ask myself. I always teach my clients and students. Okay, what's the worst can happen? Okay, so you're afraid of what? Uh, any example, again, you're afraid of, uh, uh, you know, uh, taking a motorcycle and uh, going crazy uh, uh, in summer. Uh, people don't want to get their license because they're afraid of, you know, falling and, uh, you know, getting into an accident and this and that. So you, you ask the question is what, what's causing that, all your personal assumptions and all that, and letting go of it and giving it a try, okay? Doing that same thing which your fear of what overcoming fear basically are the killing the fears. It's, you have to, it's a strategy of basically going, it's like a war. You have to, I, I tell myself, I, I basically, that's what my students get the message is that you're in a battle now, okay? You're going on a war, okay? Either mm-hmm. you or the fear. So decide either you or whatever that's bothering you. So make the decision. Yeah. So do the thing you fear most end of the day, but know the core bottom line cause of it, which helps you to make that fear look small, okay? Other concept, uh, very powerful is that anybody needs to be very clear about this is your vision, your goals, your accomplishment in your mind needs to be bigger than the size of fear or anything else is holding on to you. Yes. As long as the fear is bigger than your goal, you are going to have challenge to overcome that. So you have to spend some personal time with yourself questioning mm-hmm. and increasing your uh, size of your vision, uh, putting some emphasis on making yourself bigger than your problems. That would help you overcome fear or any challenges much more faster than anything else because you're holding on to something probably it's not even real, which honestly, it's a human, contra- human uh, creation basically. I really like what you're saying about 
and I want to make sure that my listener listeners can point this out. We create the root, the root. Oh yeah, totally. We create like it's funny. It's like I could see myself as a little girl. Like I'm like, why don't I? I'm not a daredevil. I haven't been a daredevil in my life. I haven't gotten on the backs of motorcycles. I haven't. And and it's funny because one of the things that's on my bucket list is I'm like, I will jump out of an airplane. I want to jump out of an airplane. A friend of mine told me the story about her jumping out of the airplane and I'm going, well, I have a herniated disc right now. You know, there's things that I'm like, well, maybe now's not the perfect time. But I remembered when I was a little kid, so I was probably six years old and I would, I would be on my roller skates and I was skipping the cracks in the sidewalk and I fell skipping the cracks in the sidewalk and I broke my arm. Mm-hmm. And I still remember being in the hospital and them setting my bone, wow. you know, I still remember that. And so my fear is, well, I'm going to get hurt. What if? Yes. Yeah. What if I get hurt? <laughs> I mean, it's very simple. I mean, it's not like I, I'm a weirdo for thinking, that, right? but I mean, it's like, I, I know that that's the root cause I'm going to get hurt. Right. But sometimes when I get that fear, there's really no chance of me getting hurt. So if I can create an assessment and assess really what what what's my risk, you know, if I can consciously create that I know where the fear is coming from, I've expanded my awareness and I don't need to let it stop me. Right. Yeah, so, that makes sense. And yeah, you, you just have to, uh, you know, again, it's... Uh, doing a, a personal self-talk, a quality time with you, it's, this is where the biggest, I think this is where the biggest challenge is. This mm-hmm. is not happening. We are not doing that. Okay. We hardly spend time with ourselves. If we can't understand ourselves, then we cannot understand how the nature works. It's a very simple concept. Okay. We need to learn to spend time with ourselves to truly understand who we are as a human being and what our potential is and what can we do to uh, basically achieve our fullest potential. And How do you do that? How do you spend time with yourself? There are many ways. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in a very simplified version, you can just go out, separate yourself from everything else, go to forest preserve, go to uh, your favorite place where you're not disturbed, okay? Uh, definitely won't recommend sitting in your room and you know hiding somewhere uh, where uh, you're not free in, in yourself, okay? Connect with place, like for me, definitely nature. I go to forest preserve, I go to uh, open in nature and I do meditation. I sit down in meditation. So meditation goes both ways, two, two paths of meditation. One, the first one is basically, uh, it's more of like a self-communication, learning to know yourself better. That means you allow the thoughts to play the role what they want to play in your mind and you become aware of it and then you do a dialogue with yourself questioning answering okay if this thought comes to me if i'm afraid of this what's the worst can happen okay so i let the whole idea of the movie play in my mind and then i say okay let's play the other side of it and i say if i go ahead and do it what would happen Mm-hmm. What is the beauty of it? What is the outcome of it? What would it do to me or to my business, to my personality, to my standard? So then you 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 are in a place to make a choice or uh, you know a proper decision that oh okay you know what if I do it it sounds it's 
uh, more beneficial for me and my growth than not doing it. So I just go and do it. So having the quality time, you know, in, in the beginning stages, it would just take you uh, probably a couple of weeks to just get used to it. Just sitting down and doing nothing but allowing your thoughts to play their role. And then the other side of meditation is you basically letting go of the thoughts. You, you just let them come in and you do nothing about it. Go back to focusing on your breathing and let go of those thoughts. Now, what it does, it, it allows you to connect with the nature because yes. the uh, average human being, a person generates about uh, 65,000 thoughts a day. Okay. Now, if our head is that much busy, then we have a very little space to make creative ideas, uh, bring creativity into our life. So what we have to do is very simple, is that to shrink that uh, thinking into a smaller size so you have more empty space to bring creativeness into your life. So that can be done through uh, doing the meditation and again, letting go of the thoughts and not being attached to them. Uh, not holding on to them because, you know, again, a uh, study shows that 75% and above uh, your everyday activities and your uh, way of life is done by your subconscious mind. Okay. That means it's repeating mm -hmm. on a regular basis. So if you believe in something negative, it's there, it's there every day. Okay. So letting go of that is your very fundamental goal to uh, bringing newness, new uh, way of thinking and new life uh, in place. So I definitely encourage people to spend some time with yourself and start with a more of like your personal reality, physical reality, then you can go on the journey of basically getting uh, what I can say is uh, more of uh, connection with the nature. I love that. It's funny. I, um, I like to connect with nature all the time. Like that's a regular part of my routine. And lately I've noticed, I'm like, I'm getting a little funny. What's different? Well, it's getting cold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, I haven't been out in nature. I haven't been connecting. Cause one of the things that I've started to do when I go out into nature is I leave my phone. You know, I just leave it, right. you know, or I'll, I'll bring it, but I'll put it on airplane mode. Gotcha. You know, so I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting the interruption. And for me, I bring my journal. Gotcha. You know, so I want to bring my journal and connect. And I'm like, wow, it's getting cold. I'm not connecting. And I'm starting to experience, you know, my, my mind's not as in tune as it normally is. Right. And I'm going, oh, that's what's missing. And I'm so grateful for that, that I know the contrast. So I can go, maybe I just need a warmer coat. <laughs> and I can go outside and I can do those things. So yeah, that's definitely it. See, that's a very um, important uh, subject to understand. Mm -hmm. is we're driven by this uh, fear, uh, our pain, our pleasure concept, okay? So right. we, we don't do things. We don't go for workouts. We don't uh, take care of ourselves because it resonates, it connects with the pain. So we wanna stay away from it. That's the primary function of your brain is to keep you away from the pain, okay? And it wants you to be comfortable, okay? So we right. always, you know, being comfortable. That's why we don't go to the gym. That's why we don't work out. 
So making the choice, becoming aware of this two opposites and then always knowing what's good for you in your future and for your growth, it's very important. So always go for, you know, if you think that the pain, today's pain can be tomorrow's success, then go for it. Right, right. I love that. Mature. Time to get mature. You know, don't, don't fall for the comfort zone all the time. Mm-hmm. And we're, it's unfortunate that we're in such a, you know, uh, uh, in what we're, we're stuck in environmental fog, basically. Okay. We're so, uh, what you can say is that uh, distracted on an everyday basis, uh, that we're not paying attention to what's truly important to us. You know, it's, it's uh, completely destroying human potential. We need to come out of the fog. We need to have self-realization and we need to connect with the nature and work on the things matters most so it's it's really uh you know sad to see that uh we are more um stuck in this environmental fog we cannot bring ourselves from it and focusing on our personal growth that's exactly Wow, this is really great. I can't thank you enough for all this sharing because I think this is so critical for people to understand, you know, to be able to, once you create awareness that this is happening, you can create strategy to help yourself get past it. And when you're, when you're doing different things, I always tell people when you're doing different, you're getting different. Yes. You're not getting what you want. (laughs) Yeah. Then it's to do different. Either you get the control of your own life or someone else will control it. Eventually, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the reality of life. That's the fact of life. Yeah, I was actually just on a coaching call before this, and I was talking to my client, and she's like, well, COVID, right? A lot of people want to put it on COVID, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I didn't do a TED Talk because of COVID. And I'm like... Well, I go, how about, I go, did you research to see if they were still going? Did you do this? Did you do that? No, I didn't. I'm like, well, then it's to your benefit to put it on you, yeah. not COVID. Because see, that was purely based on assumption, right? Right. Huh? That was purely based on her assumption that she exactly. assumed that, you know, it's all dead or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that, you know, once, once you focus on the core issue, then it's easy to let go of it. Stop assuming, stop assuming, stop judging. Okay, let go of your self-doubt. It's never going to help you. Yeah, when you're assuming we're creating a story about something that we don't even know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because she didn't even know and it was perfect. And I'm like, you can just let it go now. You didn't do it. It's okay. Like, it's not bad that you didn't do it. The amount that she did was freaking phenomenal. Right. But it was like, I mean, even that judgment that it was phenomenal. I'm like, you did what you did because that's on your pathway to your journey and you're in the right place right now. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. So let me ask you, I ask this of all of my, everybody that I, not my clients, excuse me, all my guests, when they come on here, what is the most courageous thing that you have done? Oh, huge list without a doubt. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. See, uh, the whole journey is about uh, every single step is about the courage. Okay, uh, when I was when I was you know uh, 
in my uh, early times. When I started martial arts, it was a very challenging decision because uh, uh, there were financial challenges. Um, there were challenges uh, with the decision itself uh, because I wasn't sure what's going to help me. Uh, I used to get bullied a lot and I was sick and tired of it. And I saw that uh, there are people out there, but doing nothing about it. So mm -hmm. the answer to that is you got to do something about your own life. Yeah. That was the very first lesson and making the decision. So I used to go out to playgrounds and, uh, you know, uh, healthcare centers and uh, martial arts studios early in the morning and spend, uh, you know, just hours to watch and see what I'm going to do, what's going to help me to overcome this thing. So it was a journey, but most common uh, courageous uh, journey would be my tournaments. Uh, when I was competing nationals, internationals, every single time you go in there, you have new talent out there, new people competing with you. They can be better than you. And then they see we are speaking of all these assumptions and all uh, you know judgments, right? So now I am dealing with this. Uh, because I'm there to compete as well. So you don't know the results, okay? So you're, the fear is there, okay? Fear is real because you just simply don't know. Someone can beat you and you can lose your status. And I was maintaining my, you know, uh, gold and silvers uh, pretty good. And it would just uh, disrupt basically the whole idea of what would happen next. So bringing back your courage and your way of thinking into trusting into yourself and focusing on not to compete with others to be better than who you were before okay right. better than yesterday okay better than uh, your past and that puts you back on the track and you perform uh, well for yourself, not for anybody else. Because you know what I learned is that when people focus too much on others, then they lose their own performance. Mm -hmm. It happens all the time. And, and you have no control over other people. Yeah, because they're performing and they literally forget about their skills. Mm -hmm. Every single time that happens. And because they're afraid of what could happen, okay? They're assuming and this and that is happening and it affects your way of thinking see it's really interesting either way it doesn't matter which field you're in martial arts or you're in um, you know uh, you're an entrepreneur and you know building your career and you need courage for it this is very important when you get into a stressful environment it changes your physiology that means literally your blood temperature changes when that happens if we know how much blood is passing through the brain, okay, then that affects the ability of making decisions and the clarity of thinking and everything goes in between. So that's where we make all these mistakes. We get into the fog because we are causing this rush and temperature rise in our blood, which causes the numbness of uh, you know, your way of thinking or your mind. So that's why it's important to calm down, have the calmness in life, have the balance and peace in mind. So it 
keeps your brain clear and makes you uh, basically do the best for you and your life and for others. I love that it, I was, it was, it was on a different coaching call this morning. I was just, I always love how, I just always love how it ends up coming full circle, like throughout the activities the of the end. day. <laughs> attention is set. It yeah. like starts filtering its way through. Right. And one of the decisions that I made a long time ago, being a recovering drama queen, <laughs> uh. <laughs> was that I am calm, cool, and collected. I'm calm, cool, and collected. And I practiced that. Yes. You know, and I, I would journal about that. I'm like, what am I doing that's calm, cool and collected? What am I doing that's not, you know, and I would start to work on being able to expand my awareness to create that within myself because I was anything but so it's a but skill. It is a skill and it's something to work on and practice. And that's why I always say I'm like, you just need to practice. She's like, what do you mean I need to practice? I'm like, you need to practice. What does calm, cool and collected look like for you? For me, I had to practice my breathing. You know, I had to, I had to practice pausing like, oh, I'm not being calm, cool, collected. I can feel all the blood pressure and the sweats and all yeah. that stuff. And I'm like, okay, stop, pause, breathe. <laughs> I actually stop, pause and breathe. And it was something as simple as that, that allowed me to practice and interrupt it. And then I would go to a pivot memory for me. I would always go to a pivot memory. You know, I'm like, I'm still breathing. I'm okay. It's all good. You know, and then I would go to a pivot memory of something that made me feel good. And I would shift my emotion. Yes. In that instance. And Very that's powerful. what I would practice. Yes. And then over time, that became the normal habit loop which is really cool. See, that's very important of uh, the idea what you're sharing is that applies to the idea of courage as well. Because yes. not everyone is built in with the courage, okay? It's right. a skill that they have to develop. It's a skill they have to build, maintain, manage for the rest of your life. Exactly. So if you don't have it built in, if you don't have the guts, if you don't have the boldness, then you have to work for it. It's a skill you have to develop and then manage it. Yes. And I, you know, I look at that. I was a big Frady cat. Like that was my big thing. I was a big Frady cat. So why did I create a business called courageous destiny? Because I needed to, I kept built, I kept creating it. I'm like, okay, well I need more courage. I need more courage. I need more courage. And over time, you know, I became a professional speaker. Well, I was terrified to speak in public. Absolutely. And so I started practicing by, by, by volunteering. I'm like, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> and I look like an idiot half the time, but I didn't care because I'm like, I'm, I'm still going to be breathing. I'm still going to be okay. And I just started creating it. See, your you know, aim was bigger than fear. Yes, yes absolutely. Very, point. very, very, very powerful uh, way of thinking and uh, moving towards uh, what you want in life. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I've got one more question that I ask everybody Definitely. on your bucket list. Mm -hmm. What is that most courageous thing that you have left to do before, before you leave this earth? Ah, well, it's a journey. It's, it's, uh, again, uh, we're talking about the environmental fog. We are in a very challenging times. Okay. Just to stay focused, uh, just to moving in the direction on the path you want to go itself require courage 
So if my goal, end goal is, let's say, uh, my courageous destiny is to uh, inspire and empower the world to uh, make this world a better place uh, eventually with whatever I do. Okay. So how do I do that? There is no way it can happen without having that courage in life. So mm-hmm. that means I'm going to need courage every single day until I accomplish that goal or until even I die. So it's a lifetime journey. Uh, it's a lifetime uh, path and a way of doing things what I have to maintain, manage to make things happen. I have to use it every single day. I'm, I'm sitting right in front of you right now. Do I need courage to do this? Yes, definitely I do. Mm-hmm. So uh, anything specific, like um, I would say, uh, it would be tough because uh, again, we have a bucket list, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I like uh, heights now. I'm I'm on the opposite side. I used to be afraid of heights. Now I want to go as high as I can go. Maybe you can say uh, the courageous thing I want to do is I want to go to moon and see the world. So that would be my, before, you know, I leave this planet, I would go to outside of the planet and see the planet. That's my courageous destiny. I love it. I love it. We got a call. What's his name? Why can't I think of his name right now? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Thank you. <laughs> we got a call. We'd be like, look, A, would you like to be on my podcast? And B, <laughs> <laughs> can we I help I love it I love it well thank you so much for being on my podcast I would love to my listeners to know how do we get in touch with you you are a master at martial arts you know clearly just so you know just so wise how do how do my clients get in touch with you or my clients, uh, my listeners. <laughs> we're revamping. So we were completely restructuring our websites uh, because of the new year coming and everything is changing with the COVID and all that. Uh, so the best way to connect with me uh, uh, at this point would be a Facebook. Uh, I'm more active over there. So anybody can go to uh, Facebook, uh, Master Sajid Ahmed. Uh, Dot com. I believe that's the easiest way. Perfect, perfect. And we'll put those details in the in the co- in the episode notes as well, so people can reach out to you. Sure, sure. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, until next time, be courageous. It's worth it. Go create your life. Go for it. Do the thing you fear most. Yes. Do the thing you fear most. That's what the courage means. Take it. Yes. Bye bye.